0: Hey, everybody, you are listening to Gospel Tea with Kelly. So let's jump right on in the word of God in Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 12 says, Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. So let's get into the explanation. Jehoshaphat, right? He is chilling, minding his own business. He's the king, he's chilling, he's minding his own business, and he hears some troubling news. His people come to tell him that this great multitude is coming to make war with him. And the Bible says that Jehoshaphat responds and says he was afraid, right? He's afraid. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 3, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah, right? When the Bible says he was afraid, the Bible then goes on to say that he turned his attention to seek the Lord. I kind of think about that like when I have my son who typically doesn't always pay attention. And I have to kind of hold to his chin and turn his face towards me so that we looking dead in each other's eyes so he can see me and he can turn and shift his focus towards me, right? So he he turned his attention, he turned his focus on God. So my man Jehoshaphat calls Judah, everyone together and they pray. And he begins to pray one of the dopest prayers I've read, right? And in this prayer, verse 12, he says our scripture for today. For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Dope, right? He acknowledges, I don't really know what I'm doing. And they still coming. I don't have a plan. I'm not prepared. And I'm the leader. And I feel like I should know something. And I should be planning something. But I don't have anything. And the truth of the matter is, God, I'm afraid. And that's, that's, his, that's his answer. And that's his response, God. I'm afraid. And not only am I afraid, I don't know what to do. But what I'm getting ready to do is to shift my attention off my problem and shift it on you. Why? Because that's that's really the only thing I know to do is to take my my attention off my current situation and move it and shift it towards you, God. So when we think about the application in these uncertain times, y'all. We at the house now because of coronavirus, right? People are afraid. People are afraid. They're afraid to go outside. They are afraid they're going to get sick. Then there's then there's those of us that are in leadership roles and we're supposed to have a message and we're afraid. I don't I don't have a message. I don't I don't have something worth worthwhile. I I'm, I'm looking and I'm I'm looking for wisdom right? So we're, we're expected to have a message um, and we're afraid, right? But Jehoshaphat gives us an example that when we're afraid, the message is to shift our focus, to move away from fear towards the father. We have to move away from fear towards the father, right? If our focus is on the father, there's clarity. There's clarity, right? You can make sense out of chaos, right? We essentially are looking for a plan. And the plan is, there is no plan. Turn your face towards the father. And that's, that's all the plan you're going to need. Right? So, so, and a lot of times that's all we are looking for. We, we need a, what, what, what are we going to do? What's the plan? When I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to do what? I'm going to shift my focus off my fear and onto the father. So as you're praying and as you're seeking out the Lord each and every day, every minute, every second, right? And when you're in these situations of uncertainty and fear tries to creep in and sneak in, the tweet of the day is to shift your focus from fear to the Father. God bless you. Welcome to the Gospel Tea with Kelly. This is our weekly podcast where we spill the tea that's in God's word. It's a devotional to inspire all of us to draw closer to God and to grow in our relationship with him. The T in Gospel Tea stands for the word of God. The E is the explanation and the A is the application. Each podcast will end with a tweetable quote for you to remember throughout the week. So if you forget everything that I say, remember the word and the tweet. So the word says in second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17, you need not fight in the battle, station yourselves, stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow. Go out to face them for the Lord is with you. This is what happens when we shift our focus from fear to the father. God does some ridiculousness. He shows out. So while they were praying, remember they were afraid that the multitude was gonna come and fight them. And the multitude actually is on their way. And so they began praying in the spirit. And while they're praying together, the Lord speaks to them through a priest and he says to them do not fear or be dismayed because the battle is not yours but God's how many of you are fighting in a battle that ain't even yours how many of you have gotten your Vaseline out. You've greased up your face. You've gotten all your cuss words in the exact order that you want because you're getting ready to give somebody the business. You're going to give them the one-two knockout punch. And God says to you, sit down. You're doing the most. In verse 15, the Bible says, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God, he's already handed over the battle. You've already won. You already have the victory, right? So God gives them this comforting word, but then he also gives them some instructions, right? He says, now go down against them in verse 16. He, you don't need to fight the battle, but station yourselves and see the salvation of the Lord. He says to them, just stand there and watch me work. As a kid growing up in the Bronx, I do a lot of popping off. You know, hey, you you ain't this, you, you da-da-da-da, you bop, bop, bop. I say a lot, right? Because I had older cousins. And I knew my older cousins was about that life. So I knew that if at any time we had to get the scrapping or or put fists to cuffs, I knew that I that they were gonna come out and they were gonna fight this battle for me, right? So in the same way, right, God is telling his people, position yourselves, but he's gonna come in and fight the battle. All you gotta do is sit back and trust God because he's working on your behalf. Also note that he doesn't say to them, his instructions is not to to them for you to sit at the house and chill. He says, no, get up. This is your faith in action. Get up, prepare yourself, take your step of faith but when you get there watch god work you don't need to intervene you don't need to add your two cents he's got this in control so when we think of the application i took my kids to the lego exhibit at a museum And they had made uh, these uh, huge dinosaurs and, and everything just out of Legos. And so prior to going inside, I had that conversation that we all have with our kids about what we not gonna do when we get inside here. And there's this big old sign that says, don't touch. And the first thing my kids wanna do when they get in there is touch everything. But they only need to look They only need to marvel at the incredible work of the artist. The same is true for us. We don't need to get involved in this situation. God says, sit back. Don't mess up anything. Sit back. Be present. You have to be present in the, in the moment and in the situation, but you don't need to get involved because I got this right. Sometimes God is telling us to fight. And then sometimes God is telling us to fall back, son. You're doing too much. It's not a good look. You out here wilding. Be easy. Sit down and let me take it. What's incredibly dope about this passage is is not just the amazing um, work of God, but how the people of God respond. So they responded to God's word and not his action. What do I mean? Jehoshaphat bowed his head down with his face to the ground and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord and worshiped the Lord. When they heard this from the priest, the Lord speaking through the priest, when they heard this, they bowed down and worshiped the Lord. God had yet to deliver them. Their worship, their praise is simply off of the word of God. They, they have yet to receive the blessing. They have, they are only going off of the word of God. They believe God at his word. My uncle always says, it's a small thing to a giant. When I call him and I say, ah, oh, I can't do this. So I'm struggling with that. The response is, it's a small thing to a giant. It's a small thing to a giant. There is no problem too big for God. There's no situation too hard for God. It's a small thing to a giant. That's our tweet of the day. You've got the victory in this situation, in your life, whatever your circumstance is, it's a small thing to a giant. Thanks for joining me. And that's the tea.